I mean, if you don't have this person on your team, you are setting yourself up for massive failure. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who wanna get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimate Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute and Mojo Business Multiplier. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the most important person that you need to have on your team. Now, this comes up because I speak to a lot of people every week, as you probably heard on the podcast. And I speak to all these people who they talk about their goals, they talk about their dreams, and they talk about their problems. They're like the most common things that people talk about, right? And even today, you've probably spoken about those things to yourself, right? Where you probably think about your dreams, you think about your goals, you think about what you want in life, and you think about your problems. So these tend to be common things that most people think about, right? Yet, what I find is that most people don't have the most important person on their team if they want to win in life if they want to feel fulfilled and they want to just live an awesome life. And that person is them, themselves. Okay, it's crazy. Most people don't have that person on their own team, right? Like think about your self-talk. How much do you give yourself shit? How much do you talk down to yourself? How much do you talk negatively to yourself? How much do you plant seeds of worry, doubt, anxiety causing fears in your own mind? Like if you were a real person, like you are a real person, but if we took the person outside of your own mind and we made that into you as a 2.0, you'd probably kill that person. That person is an asshole based on the way you talk to yourself, the way you feel about yourself, the way you put yourself down, the way you disbelieve in you, the way you don't commit to yourself, the way you keep saying that you're going to do shit that you never follow through on, you know, giving up on your goals all the time. Most people... <laughs> have the worst person inside their own head and then they wonder why they can't win or why they're not feeling fulfilled or why they don't feel like they're achieving great things or why they're just not getting ahead, okay? That has to change. The number one most important person that you have to get on your side that has to be in your team, on your team and ready to go to war with you is you. You have to get that internal voice inside your own head to be your biggest raving fan. Now, how do you do that? Well, you've got to keep working on it, right? It's not just going to change in a moment. It means that you've got to keep catching that talk and changing it and flipping it around. Now, these are some of the things that I do to, to keep that going. Every night, I try to write down my wins for the day. And even when I have had the most shittest motherfucker of a day, I grab my journal and I write down, what are my wins for today? And I try, I really sit there and I grab every little bit of win of, as I can and I stack the shit out of them until I feel like the day was valuable. So if I've had the shittest day, I can say, well, you know what? I didn't flip out at someone. That's a win. I was in this situation and a customer was talking absolute smack and I didn't just rip them apart. Okay, that's a win. We're behind a bit financially this month and I didn't get stressed out and I didn't get upset. I worked on the goal. I worked on the plan to move forward. Well, that's a win. So I start looking at even the negative things and I extract the wins out of them. I extract the benefits. Because the more that I do that, the more that I realize that things are working for me, they're not working against me. The only thing that ever works against me is me. 
right? Even when everybody else is working against me. I've had people get online in groups and fucking criticize me about the most ridiculous shit. Half of it I wasn't even like had nothing to do with. It's just, you know how when people get in a really shitty mood, they just blame me for everything. They're telling you that you did something wrong. And then the next second they're talking about how, you know, even now their McDonald's fries are cold and that's your fault too. And, and I've had that happen before. And, you know, I have to sit there and go, okay, well, what were my wins in that scenario? Well, okay, there's some truth to what they were saying. Maybe I could have improved that product or I could have improved that service or I could have done something better. Okay, maybe that could have happened. I didn't unleash on them. Okay, I didn't snap back at them. That's a win. You know, I went outside and I went for a walk to calm down. That's a win. You know, I got up early this morning. That's a win. I had a cold shower this morning. That's a win. You've got to start looking for the little wins, even on the shitty days and write them down. Because the more that you can stack them, the more you keep creating that winning mindset. And then anytime that you feel like your mind is occupied with negatives, you've got to look for the benefits, the opportunities, the positives in that mindset. In my Thrive Time event, I teach one of the most advanced mental performance tools in the world, which is called the process of potential. It's something that I created from studying a bit of neuroscience, a bit of physics, and trying to figure out how the chemistry of the brain works and so on. And so I put together this tool. And that tool helps to keep your brain in balance and your mind in balance so that then you can keep navigating things from a calm, focused state and also where you can focus on your values and your mission effectively without being distracted by a lot of the noise outside of you or within your own head. But I do that sometimes as well. Like if I start getting too stressed out or I start getting frustrated or I start getting angry and I notice that the emotion of anger keeps popping up, what I will do is I will grab that process out and I go back in and I start to balance shit out. Because what I want to do is I want to make sure that I'm on my own team. I know that if I am not in a good place mentally, it does not matter what happens outside of me. I'm normally in a pretty good state mentally these days. The majority of the time, you know, I still have my shitty days and my shitty moments. Actually, I won't say I have shitty days. I have shitty moments. You know, I'm always fighting against fucking problems and crap that's going on. I run a business. That's just part of the game, right? It's like playing a professional sport or, or being an MMA fighter. Except you hop in the cage every day. You're going to get hit. You're going to get some bruises and shit like that. That's almost like being a business owner, right? Every day there's always something that's going wrong or a problem that's popping up or something you got to deal with, whether it's a customer, whether it's a team member, whether it's, you know, paperwork's not there, something didn't get sent to an event. Like you're always just dealing with shit. It's just part of the game. And you just keep improving. But those same philosophies go for yourself as well. Like those thoughts creep into your mind. So you've got to have tools and structure to deal with them. Because if not, your mind can turn destructive really, really quickly. It can turn toxic really, really quickly. It can swing and you start thinking about the negatives or you start worrying about shit that hasn't even happened yet. You start having fears about things that you shouldn't even be fearful of. I don't know if this is resonating with anyone, but you know this is how my mind's worked the majority of my life. And that's why I love doing this stuff now because I get to share the things that work for me. And when I was younger, I used to be like the most negative, toxic, fucking destructive, mentally person that you could probably come across. I remember I wanted to end my life when I was 15 just because of how toxic my mind was. You know, I used to get home from school some nights and I used to just punch the wall because I would be so angry at the day. My knuckles would just bleed. Like I remember punching the wall so hard in my bedroom and it was like a concrete wall. I remember punching it so hard. I was so angry and so upset and I just fucking hated my life so much that I remember hitting the wall so hard that the blood sprayed up the wall from my knuckles. Like it literally just went and just sprayed up the wall. You know, that's where I used to be. And I, I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. Most mornings when my alarm would go off to go to school, I didn't want to get out of bed. I hated school. I hated my life. And so I had to turn that around. I had to work on it. I also remember going to grades five swimming carnival. 
And I was the only kid swimming in a t-shirt. Like grade five, I think I was like early teens. And I already had body image issues, right? I didn't take off my shirt. It just made me feel shit about myself. And I thought, you know what? I got to fucking change this. And that's why I started training. That's why I still train today. In fact, after I do this podcast, I'm going outside to go lift weights. Why? Because that's part of my insecurity. Part of my insecurity is the way that I look at my body. So I use that as a strength. And it's like, right, cool. I know that I don't want to be overweight. I know I don't want to feel shit about myself. So I go and train. I do the counterbalancer. I know I don't want to have a destructive mindset. I know I don't want to feel shit about myself. I know I don't want to fuck up my own head. So I learn. I grow. I surround myself with motivation, with inspiration, with things like this, the podcast, you know. I listen to my own podcast every morning. I'll listen to this episode. When I'm listening to this episode, I'll be like, I remember you saying this. I listen to my own podcast every morning, right? Because it puts me in the right mindset. I listen to other people's podcasts. I listen to, you know, stuff on social media because I make sure that I feed my mind with the right things each and every day. Now, you might not do that as well. Like my highest value is teaching, learning, and coaching. So I'm always learning. I'm always around growth or things like that. But you have to make sure that you are really feeding your mind with the right things. If you're hanging around with a, a whole bunch of negative motherfuckers that are always trying to bring you down, that are pointing out why things won't work, they're planting seeds of fear in your mind, that's not going to end well. You know, I've had to pull Jess up sometimes because I know that Jess will sometimes get in the habit of starting to criticize me when things don't work. And she used to do this a lot. And I had to stop her. I was like, you know, I know that you're being critical of me. And I know that I do dumb shit sometimes. I know that I fuck things up. I know I make mistakes. That's part of the game. But the more you criticize me, the more fear I have, the more fear and worry I have, the worse my sleep is, the worse my sleep is, the worse my mindset is the next day, the worse I am with the team, the worse I am with customers, that essentially affects our cash flow and the way that people operate. And everything goes downhill from there. And I had to say to her, like, I understand that you're giving me feedback, but I need you to give me better feedback. I need there to be a better way. So I trained her how to give me feedback. Okay, not just be critical of me like, oh, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Because I watched my mum do that to my dad. And my dad just got to a point where my dad said, you know what? Fuck it. It's easier to not do anything. I'd rather not do anything and cop shit than do stuff and do things around the house and then still cop shit. So he just didn't do shit. He would do shit that he wanted to do, but he didn't give a fuck what my mum said. Right? You know, I remember my mum one day, like she literally wrote him a list of how to cook a barbecue. Like if you want to emasculate a man, that's how you do it. She wrote a fucking list for him. She's like, oh, here's how you cook a barbecue. And he's like, she's pissed off because like sometimes I'll burn things or whatever. And he goes, sometimes I just burn shit on purpose so that I don't have to cook the barbecue because then I don't have to put up with her shit. And I was like, wow, I don't want that relationship. So I, I changed it. Okay. And so I sat down with Jess and I had a really honest conversation. I'm like, look, I don't want you to be critical of me in that way. If you want to give me feedback and you think like, you've got to think with the outcome in mind. And I want everyone to understand this. You have to think with the outcome in mind. You might be frustrated right now in the moment. You might be pissed off at something. But what's the outcome that you want? And so I asked her, I was like, what's the outcome? Like, what do you want from me? And she said, well, I want the best for us. And I said, do you think the best for us is, you know, bringing me down all the time, like talking negatively, pointing out all the things that I do shit? And she said, well, I tell you about the things you do well as well. And I said, I know. In a context, though, you point out a lot more of the things that I don't do well or the things that I forget or all that stuff. And I'm like, I forget shit all the time. I have a million things on my plate every day. And I try to prioritize what I can prioritize. I don't try to forget things because I want to be an asshole. I do it because I'm extremely busy from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. And so sometimes things slip. If you just remind me versus criticize me, then I'll get them done. 
And sometimes I just can't do them and I'll let you know. But if you're pushing boundaries as well, you're always going to be making mistakes. Like I make mistakes every day in the business. That doesn't mean that I'm not a good business owner. I'm just smart enough to realize that if you're pushing to grow, you break things all the time. Like, you know, sometimes I break the team members by pushing them too hard. Sometimes I break systems. Sometimes I break processes. Sometimes I break myself. You know, I, I burn out or I work too hard or I cross my own boundaries or, you know, I load up my calendar with too much shit and I can't get it done. Like those things happen, but they're all learning and lessons to be a greater business owner. So I learn from them and I grow. You know, when I showed her that the outcome that she wanted was for me to be the best that I can be because that creates the best for us. And then I explained to her how her being critical of me in the way that she is and giving me the feedback in the way she does, that it's not helping me because it turns my mindset into a thing where I start doubting myself or I start worrying more or I start being more fearful of making the wrong decision and shit like that. And so it actually disempowers me. And once I showed her that, then she started changing the way that she communicated. Now, sometimes she fucks up and she's human, right? She goes back to doing, you know, part of her natural way. And that's what she's learned from, I don't know, being a young child or, or whatever, you know, but I'll just let her know. So sometimes she'll be critical and I just go, hey, you know, I appreciate the feedback, but can you please give it to me in a way where it's supporting feedback versus just being very negative and just pointing out that I'm a fucking moron? right? Because that doesn't make me feel good about myself. It doesn't keep me empowered. So by training her and developing her to do that, and also by doing the same thing, because I, I sometimes do the same thing to her where I just, you know, I'll run past them like, hey, that's not working. I need that fixed quick in the business. And I forget that that's just being critical. Like I need to support her and, and let her know what she's been doing well. There's something called a feedback sandwich, which is start with the things that they're doing well, give them the feedback on the things that they can improve upon, and then give them empowering feedback again that you believe in them and that you know you know that they can do it and by doing that it actually keeps people empowered even when you're giving them critical feedback if you just give them negative feedback and you're just giving them a critical feedback without the empowering stuff then it can make people feel like shit and turn their mind toxic hi driven mofos you're probably aware that i've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of driven mofos globally i've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired driven and working towards your goals so if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels please make sure you do so as i post different content on different platforms the links are available in the description of this podcast down below you know this is really important if you want to build your mindset up into the person who is winning all the time and when I say winning all the time, you're going to cop a lot of losses, but I mean winning inside your own mind where you're taking on challenges, you're pushing hard, you're growth driven, you know, you're achieving, you're feeling awesome about that. I hope that that helps because the most important person you're ever going to get to believe in is you, right? If you want to win in life, you have to believe in you. Every week I'm on the phone to someone, actually every day, every day I'm on the phone to someone or every day I'm in the DMs. And someone's saying to me, like, you know, I want to grow. I want to be better. I want to achieve this stuff. I know I need to work on my mindset. I know I need to work on my business. My business isn't where I want it to be. And then I try to help them. And I say, like, here's the next step. Here's what we need to get you to do. It might be to join one of my programs or my products. I might refer them to somebody else. And then they come back with all the excuses. And I know that they just are in their head so much that they don't want themselves to win. They let their fears dictate how they operate not their goals, right? They let their worries dictate how they live, not their mission. They let the people around them tell them their own standards or set their standards. They don't set their own standards. Okay, that's why they say, oh, I've got to go ask my husband. I've got to go ask my wife. I better go check. Oh, I don't know. It's, you know, a public holiday, a long weekend. Oh man, it's after hours. Like there's always a fucking excuse. 
But that's not normally their excuse. It's just normally their standards that they keep setting because of the people that they hang around and the way that they communicate with themselves. They don't have full buy-in. You know, I meet so many business owners that say, you know, I want to build a big business, but they don't take the actions to build a big business. They say that they want to have more time freedom, yet they don't do what is needed to create more time freedom. They want to create an empowering mindset, yet they don't do what's needed to create an empowering mindset. Why? Because they just keep falling back into what's natural or what's comfortable. And what's comfortable and natural to them is however they were brought up, the people that they hung around, their environment, the people around them. That's not good leadership though. Like if you're a business owner and you have to ask people around you how to do shit, you're not a leader. You're a fucking follower. When I get on the phone to a business owner and I'm like, right, here's what you need to do. And they're like, oh, I got to go ask my husband or my wife. I'm like, you're not a fucking leader. You're a follower. And I ask them, what happens if they say no? And they're like, oh, no, but they won't. And I'm like, then why the fuck are you asking them? Are you that stupid? And do you like self-awareness? Like, why do you need their permission? You're like a fucking two-year-old, right? And they're trying to grow a multi-million dollar business. And they got to go and ask their partner if it's okay. It's like, man, that is so stupid. That's bad leadership. That is just poor leadership. If your partner doesn't trust you to make good decisions, it's because you're shit at your decision-making. That's really what it comes down to. Like if I have to go and ask Jess, for permission to do shit in our business. It's because she doesn't trust me. She doesn't trust me because I'm a fucking moron. Because I keep making bad decisions. That's why. If I keep making good decisions. And those decisions are working well. Why would she question my decision making? Why would I have to run it past her? She'd be like yeah fuck yeah whatever it takes. Because she knows. But anyway let's get back to it. Okay. The number one person that you need to get on your team is you. Make sure that you are on your own team. Make sure you back yourself to achieve your own goals. Make sure that you're your biggest raving fan. Make sure you believe in yourself. Make sure when you do things, you go, you know, I'm proud of you because you did something different. You push boundaries. Don't compare yourself to other people. Like I hear people say that all the time. I work with coaches and stuff as well. And they're like, and, and by the way, the majority of my clients aren't coaches. It's just that they come to me because I've built a very successful coaching business. But, you know, like they'll say to me, you know, oh, my videos aren't as good as yours. And I'm like, shut up. Why would you think that they're supposed to be as good as mine? You're comparing them to me. My videos aren't even as good as other people's. I just post shit that I believe in. That's it. All I want to do is be better. I want to post shit for my community. I don't worry about the other coaches. I don't worry about what other people are doing on social media. I worry about what I need to do because I'm trying to be better. I care more about posting for the community than I do about posting for my competitors. This is where most business owners fuck up. Like you go to most plumbers' social media pages. They're more worried about impressing other plumbers than they are their customers. That's why they post pipes and shit. They're not posting for their customers. They don't know anything about their customers. Think about what their customers want, what their customers feel. Their customers don't want to see pipes in the ground. Their customers want to see a great job. Their customers want to see human interaction. Their customers want to hear you talk about why you do what you do, how you do what you do, right? So when you compare yourself to other people, you're always going to feel like shit. You've got to compare yourself to you and your own mission and your own goals. And are you matching that? If not, you're not going to be the person that you want to be and you're going to destroy your own self-worth, right? If I compared myself to, you know, the Grant Cardones who's doing like $4 billion because he does huge property deals and shit like that, I'm going to feel like the biggest loser, Okay, but I know that I'm a better coach in my field than what Grant Cardone is. Why? Because I focus on my customers. I focus on my audience. I focus on my skill set. I focus on growing the things that I'm highly competent at. If I try and compete with him and doing property deals and all that sort of shit, 
I'm nowhere near as good as him, right? Because that's not what I'm doing, right? If I go and look at the jack dude on social media who spends like eight hours of his day training and food prepping and all that sort of shit, I'm going to feel like the worst person on the planet, right? But if I'm a business owner who's got a good body and I'm jacked and I make time to train and I still run a successful business and I have a great relationship and I'm living the life that I love, I can easily share that with other business owners, okay? And if the business owners are smart, then they'll come and learn from me as well. So it depends. You have to know who you're talking to, but compare yourself with you. You're your biggest obstacle. You're the biggest fucking problem. You need to get out your own way. You need to be your biggest raving fan. And when you do that, watch what happens. You will fucking crush it and you enjoy life. You enjoy your problems. You wake up in the morning going, hell yeah, let's take this baby on. And you get out of bed and you just can't wait to get the day started because you know that you're becoming a better version of yourself today because of whatever happens, right? But when you compare yourself to a fantasy and all these other people out there, you're going to fucking hate yourself and you're going to not be the person that you can be. And then you're going to ask for everyone else's permission and ask everybody else whether you're doing a good job. You need to know whether you're doing a good job or not. So just remember, the number one person you need to have on your team is you. Driven mofos, I hope this helps. Keep crushing it. Keep pushing hard. And remember, compare yourself to you. Be a better version of yourself every day. Life is about becoming the best version of yourself. It's not about being the best version of yourself because you can't be the best version of you every moment of every day. But you can become better every day by the choices and the decisions that you make. So keep becoming the best version of yourself. Anyway, take care, Driven Mofos. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this podcast and thanks for being part of this fucking awesome community of Driven Mofos. Have a great day. Keep kicking ass.